with her big dumb face. <laughs> the longest opening sequence. <laughs> the dumbest midlife crisis. Oh my god, it's so good, guys. We're, we're, we're not told that. Yeah, we do. We're not told It that. is written. It is written. <laughs> hello. Is that? Oh, hello. What are you doing, McCurdy? I'm, uh... Why are I'm... you doing this? Why am I doing what? Why are you sitting outside of a barn? Uh, this is my in-laws' house while I'm, uh, in the middle of production of a film, so I'm... They live in a barn? I wasn't able to see the movie this week. Mm. No, I mean, it's probably oh, just the back of the house. Like that. You I know. Piece Sorry, of guys. I, I had to actually, like, spend two weeks making future films so it actually you know it's a really good thing it's a really good thing that this happened because uh the cast on this is out of control it's outrageous how many stars are in this movie and you would need like 30 slides to tell that story (laughs) true it's probably a good idea mixing that whole thing hey look a bunch of famous people that you already know moving on beautiful love it yeah uh i'm just gonna get right to it on my end and then, uh, I, and you don't care about spoilers. I mean, it's, it's like it, there aren't it spoilers does. in a movie like this, really. You know, that's true. It's not like I mean, it's I like, so it turns out so and so is the murderer. There's none of that. So it's really not okay. a big deal. Oh, okay. uh, so I will just do my thing then, fellas. All right. Let me reconfigure this effing screen. Oh, wait, that's not it. That's not it either. There we go. Okay. Just barely cutting off Scarlet Joe's face. Oh God, I have stomach acid from drinking too much this weekend. Oh, oh, oh and sipping this whiskey. I'm about to go on a, a, a ten day break. My sister and I were like, "Let's not drink for ten days," because uh, that's interesting. Jessica and I are talking about doing something in July, like yeah, a diet or something. Like, I'm not gonna drink beer. I was like, oh, I kind of have to drink during the streams. I feel like I should. So I uh, just, just slip a polar in there, you know, whatever. I mean, like seltzer water. And yeah, none so of the, I'll and have then, to figure out some sort pretend. of meal plan. Then just pretend. Just pretend you're, you're just wasted. <laughs> That's what I usually do. I've, I actually have never drank a drop in my life. I just i am really good at pretending. Uh, okay. New Wes Anderson. Um, all right. Asteroid City may in fact be Wes Anderson's most Wes Anderson film yet. Not just because every character has his trademarked idiosyncrasies and awkwardness while his camera behaves like another quirky character in the story, but specifically because it is a movie about a hyper-realized stage play titled Asteroid City, which is what most of his movies have been up to this point, only this time he's admitting it outright by building it into a play, meta-play story structure. This also makes it his most self-indulgent film because not only is it dripping in his style, but ultimately the movie is about himself, represented by the writer and director of the play. Several times in the film, a character literally exits the play to go ask him what the meaning of the play is, and he says he has no idea. He just writes things and then they happen. I guess this is one of those life is about the journey, not the destination types of movies. Meh. It's certainly an enjoyable film, so if you're really... It's certainly an enjoyable film, so if you really need a grand purpose to it all, Asteroid City exists to serve as an excuse for Wes to once again get all of his favorite actors together to have a good time and deliver humor as dry as the desert they're all trapped in. So I guess just accept it and try to enjoy the ride. 
Unfortunately, it's not that simple because all of the aforementioned meta stuff that specifically makes the movie about Mr. Anderson is precisely what weighs it down, making it, and I hate to say it, an undercooked story. I would have much preferred Mr. Anderson leave himself and the meta play stuff out of it and focus the story solely on the events of Asteroid City itself. Yeah, hopefully that clarifies like mostly uh, it's like it's a it's enjoyable, yeah. but it's but it it feels yeah. incomplete. What's the story? So what's the down um... by its own structure, which is really unfortunate. This movie probably should have been three hours long, you know, uh, but we'll, yeah. we'll get into why. Yeah, this for me, I mean, the I mean, I usually come in knowing a lot more about this stuff, but just for Nanza's sake, uh, what you need to know about Wes Anderson, essentially, he was a filmmaker from Texas, um, him and Owen Wilson and Luke Wilson, they were all friends, including uh, the Wilson's other brother. Uh, they made a movie called Rock, Bottle Rocket back in, I think it was like 97, 99. My daughter's looking at me really creepily. Uh, that was like his first film that he made, but that film was not, it's not as Wes Anderson-y as like most of his other films because he, he was still trying to develop a style. I think around the time when he made Royal Tenenbaums, that's when a lot of people really caught his eye on, eye on to him. But even his second movie, which was uh, Rushmore, which is about a guy who, a kid in a school who uh, he's not good at school, but he was like really good at every extracurricular activity that they had at the school, every club. Um, in he's that, like crushing in on that, his teacher, right? Yeah, he crushes on his thing. teacher, yeah. and in that movie, it's sort of what it's it's it. When you Charlie, when you said about the play and stuff, that reminded me of that because uh, Wes Anderson, in in that movie, uh, that character Rushmore, he creates a um, the character's not named Rushmore, is it? Anyway, he creates he writes a play. I think, I think that that's the well. uh, the school. I think the, the school's school. name's Rushmore. That's Rushmore. right. He, the character in the movie, though, he he. Uh, one of the things he does is he creates this play. Um, but they, I think from what I remember reading that it is semi autobiographical that he would like make plays and stuff. And that's how he kind of got to start um, doing creative stories and things like that. But, you know, all of his movies have that dry sense of humor. They have a very storybook uh, way of telling them sincerely, like they're, that's why everything's framed a certain way. I mean, there's now hundreds and hundreds of millions. What am I saying? Hundreds yeah, millions I, I, of TikTok I, memes and I everything. can't, I can't, help but but sometimes uh there's like synchronicities right where hollywood will, will come out with the same thing at the same time like uh, yeah. tr uh classic examples are armageddon and deep impact or like the prestige and the illusionist like mm -hmm. it's like they're, they're like, Ooh, uh so and so says that they're working on a magician movie so we'll put out our own magician movie right. you know that th that type of stuff and with this it's like you had two things at once you had oh Nolan is working on a on a, a atom bomb movie. So let's yeah. let's do an atom bomb story roughly like in the desert where they're testing bombs, which is ultimately irrelevant to the story somewhat. But uh, yeah. but, but still fun. I and mean, that's the whole thing is this movie's fun. But you're like you're like, I, I, I see what you're going for. But eh, anyway, we'll get into it. Did you uh, see his life? But specifically, though, it's that it's like no, I'm going to do what Nolan's do, Nolan's doing and I'm going to do what Spielberg's doing. Spielberg's making a movie. About his, uh, about himself, I'll make a movie myth. about myself. But right. there's just not enough of that. There, there either should have been those, and and you'll understand when you see it. But the whole thing is that sure. like it starts with, uh, here's a play. Here's it, it, there's a host who is let's say he's like that godlike character. He's just the host. He's played by Brian Cranston, and he introduces the idea of here's a playwright 
and the playwright's about to introduce his play. And then the playwright who is Ed Norton stands up and, and kind of reads off like, here's the setting, right? This is, and then here are the the Mm -hmm. players in the play and they lay it all out. And that's all done in black and white and uh, you know, four by three. And then, and then suddenly we're in asteroid city. And that's what I was saying. It was like, it's this hyper realized, um, you know, it's a film, but it's, the whole thing is like all of his movies have always had a feeling of like a high school play that suddenly had a ton of money. And then that is filmed, right? Like that's, that's the feeling they all have. Like he, he I, I don't know anything about his background. That's my first time hearing what you just said, but it totally makes sense where it's like, yeah, he was like a young playwright slash director or something. And then it's that same feel of like, whatever, like, cheap looking bushes but it, it's got that quirky almost plastic look to it everything looks like it's a, a stage play I'm, I'm talking in circles right. but but right. the whole the uh with this though it's like no it is a play it is a play but it's hyper realized and so the uh the asteroid city stuff is a play that's going on and everybody in it is an actor uh but you don't you're not thinking that as you're watching it, but then occasionally they jump back to the black and white stuff where the, the actors mm-hmm. are talking mm-hmm. or the directors talking to the actors or whatever it may be. But like there either should have been a lot more of that, or there should have been none of that. My vote would be do none of that and just do like every other movie you've done where you bring us to a place that is just like, uh, hyper well, real. It's like somewhat. He's, he's done, the thing you know? is, he's done. I, I mean, obviously, I I can't weigh in on how I thought about the movie because I didn't yeah. see it. But uh, he has done. I mean, most of the last four or five movies he's done, they've had this kind of uh, story within a story within a story hmm. uh, a device. So, like his last movie was uh, the French Dispatch. That was that film in itself was more of like a uh anthology if you will because it was like it was about a newspaper in france but like every story every movie and within the movie was all the authored by different people of that newspaper and so okay. they that I actually didn't they see that, that story i, I and then didn't come out i haven't even heard uh, last, it's like two years ago literally okay. two years ago i think it, i think i mean it was right during the pandemic i think that that yeah. may be the reason why maybe you forgot about it but it, that one came out kind of right at 2021 the next I thought one I'd that seen he all did his movies, prior, and now I'm like, oh, one came out. The one he did that prior to that one, I believe, was Isle of Dogs. And I think in that film, they also do something with a... I mean, he, he does a lot of storybook narration. Isle of Dogs kind of looked like that Fantastic Mr. Fox. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, Isle, it was, yeah, it was the second animated film. Now, Isle of Dog takes place in Japan. And I, Dan, you probably know more about this than I do. But, you know, I've been watching a lot of, like, Japanese um stuff recently and like one of the things that i don't know if it's just kind of a specific japanese thing but they would have like a narrator talking about a story and then they would cut back to the story itself so i think he's like Hmm. what i think is that i I think wes anderson is very much aware of that element in different cultures of having a storyteller within the actual story that you're which telling. is which is and fine. if that doesn't totally if that doesn't fine. yeah this this right was but so unfocused and yeah and pretty much none of those scenes had an ultimate purpose right but and, he's been playing with, i feel and, like he's just playing with that element a lot more lately i mean yeah. even budapest hotel like i think that was his 
for a lot of people, I think that's maybe one of his I like best that. movies. I, I, I think that's his masterpiece. His, I, his I, masterpiece. I and that one, at least they do, he does it very interesting. It's all through the, the author, but it's through somebody who's interviewing somebody who interviewed the person who actually had all these events. So it's like a story yeah. within a story within a story. Yeah. Um, mm. And I, I mean, but like, again, when I saw French Dispatch, I thought that movie didn't feel like the best film of his. It was more just like, let me play with the medium a little bit. Let me try something a little different um, instead of trying to tell a coherent, like specific one, like narrative story. It's like, let's, let's, I, I want to do a story that's kind of like this, but like, but I also want to do this story and I also want to do this story. And so like, I felt like he was combining three or four different stories into one. I don't know if that's what, maybe that's where this one doesn't really uh, land with people. I know like um, uh, what was the one that he did prior to Budapest Moonrise Kingdom. I don't know. I've, I've heard people not like Moonrise Kingdom that much um, as well. Like yeah, that was it's, another it's one. Right. You know, yeah, it, that's it, another it, one. The whole thing is are, that, like, like, who just said that? I think K1 said I'm a sucker for his style. And me too. When this movie started, I just, right. I'm just grinning because it really is. <laughs> it's so unique. Uh, for me, it's, it's, I do, I do love it. But part of me is always irked because uh, working in advertising, every yeah. fucking creative is always like, do it like Wes Anderson. Like all anybody ever wants to do is rip off Wes Anderson. And, right. and you can see why, because it's so insane. Like the way I I've always thought about it's it. It's unique. That's for sure. It's like it, yeah. clearly Wes Anderson. When you see yeah. it, it's like, that's right. what that's Wes. I would almost rather, I, I, or not rather, I would, I'd love if somebody challenged him to just make a movie that he didn't write. Like, like Wes Anderson makes the new Batman movie. And I know that's like a meme joke with AI generators right. and stuff. Like what if he made Lord of the Rings? But, uh, but could he get away from his own style uh, for five minutes? Because we've talked about this before. Um, he makes, he makes great movies, Tarantino, all these auteurs, auteurs. They make great movies, but uh, sometimes it, the movie becomes about them too much. And, and that was what I felt with this. I was like, you're putting yourself in the movie a little too much. I would love if this was just Asteroid City and none of the black and white, mm -hmm. you know, meta play stuff. Because, because well, again, the, either, the... either, either needed more of it or right. none of it. Because well, what, what's it, the story of Asteroid movie? City, though? That's 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 the question I have. Is okay, like, so so uh, you really haven't landed on that. You just kind of there's saying, not a whole like lot. To it. Let's, now, let's I will say, like, let's go through it. So Nan, I enjoyed it. It's delightful and quirky. Delightful, quirky Wes Anderson, obviously. Yeah. Um, but I will say I, I was kind of confused. I and I think it is because of that going back and forth between the the playwright mm -hmm. and the play. And I personally would have benefited from it just focusing on the play rather than jumping back and forth. Especially, right. I don't want to get too much into spoilers, but when Do Willem Dafoe and they're all in that room. Yeah. And they're like pretending to sleep or whatever. It's like, what what's happening here? Yeah, that was that was this. Like, all I could think was that was this. It was just jerking <laughs> itself off at that point. And they it, and it's one of the more random things that um, sometimes filmmakers will do. A, a, I need to come up with a term for it. Like, let's call it like, right, right now. Let's just call it vague genius. Right. Where if you make something mm. more a little more vague uh people are they're more likely to be like it doesn't make sense so it's brilliant you know <laughs> and this is the type of shit that i always like when i rant about hipsters this is what i'm talking about where it's like if i attach myself yeah. to a movie that's that's ineffable uh it makes me seem smart right and um mm. and that's 
that's where I don't know. W- without rehashing all of our OHMSS arguments, that's like mostly where I am on that. Um, but but like with this, McCurdy at one point, all of the actors right who have parts in Asteroid City, but they're all just like sitting in a like an acting. Not a maybe a, you could call it a class, I guess, but they're all sitting with the director and like a Willem Dafoe character who I guess is like a teacher, I think. And then the director comes in. So you you, you kind of have Wes Anderson represented by three guys sitting with a cast of actors. And and it's like, let's do a quick exercise. You're all going to pretend to sleep. And it's kind of quirky and, and fun in that moment. You can tell, like, overall, you can tell all the actors are having a really good time. And there's a reason why all these big names are signing up for tiny roles, like tiny, insignificant roles, because they yeah. just want to be a part of the fun. But then at, right. at one point, they, they're all chanting, I believe it was, how can you wake up if you never go to sleep? And they just keep chanting that. And all I could think was, it was just like, this is vague genius, right? Where if you just do something really weird and vague but quirky that people are like it, it must be super meaningful and i'm like i don't it it, it, it just it lended to this movie uh being like the the meaning the meaning of the movie is that life is meaningless and i'm like yeah that's 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 so meh that's so that's such a boring premise unless you're really going to do something with it you know and uh like something like the meaning of life the monty python's the meaning of life the whole point, the whole joke is that the movie is about discovering the meaning of life without ever providing an answer. Mm. And it's just hilarious. It's just fucking funny. And then at the end, uh, 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 R, not Q, but R's character, or one of his characters is like, oh, the meaning of life is, uh, I guess, uh, be nice to people, uh, 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 share when you can, uh, like, do, like, just, he, he's like, He's like, try to eat healthy foods, try to not overindulge on this and uh, just overall try to spread joy. And uh, that's that's it. You know, like the, it, the, the joke being that a movie literally called The Meaning of Life never answers the question because it's too busy doing all this hilarious shit. And that's the point. Whereas a movie like this is a similar premise, but it's like. Uh, again, a character literally exits the story to go talk to Wes Anderson and be like, what? I don't understand the play. What's the point? And he's like, the, the point is there is no point. And it's like, fuck this then. Like, I, I, I don't, I don't, I, it's like, I, again, vague genius, just like, isn't that brilliant? And you're like, no, that's kind of a waste of time. Other than the fact that the scenes in asteroid city are just enjoyable because it's just Wes Anderson's dry humor, which is, a lot of fun but but yeah if the movie would have only taken place in that arena then it could have actually provided something because uh, and and so real quick nans let's get into it other than the black and white stuff the story going on is everybody is arriving in asteroid city uh which is in like you know out west in the like it's like it's like arizona california it's like where they all kind of there's like there is an actual crater location yeah in the south it's it's named asteroid city because an asteroid uh five thousand years ago crashed and made this impact crater and it's it's like a it's like a a roadside attraction type of thing but then the city hosts like basically a science fair for really intelligent kids which is something that wes anderson is always like every every kid in a wes anderson movie is precocious like every single one of them so uh, they all meet up to have like a little science fair type of thing. And then during the science fair, 
a uh, an alien arrives and steals the the famous asteroid that created this this impact crater, and it it leads everybody to being like, oh god, like uh, there's a bunch of religious kids that show up, and then you have all these scientists, so you have these obvious themes of like uh, uh, science and religion and what's the meaning of it all, and uh, and then you know on top of that you have the character asking the creator of the story what the meaning is, and the whole answer is like there is no answer. Um, and it sounds good on paper and they could have really done a lot with that, especially because in the beginning, uh, the, the very first thing that happens is a, a dad played by Jason Schwartzman, right? Jason, right? I think it's Jason, Jason Schwartzman. Schwartzman. And he, yeah, uh, he, he tells his four kids that their mother has been dead for, it's like, she died three weeks ago and I've been afraid to tell you until now. Um, and then it's Tom Hanks plays the, the father of that mother and like he comes into the city, but meanwhile, it's all these people with their precocious kids and they're they're all just like uh, uh, once the alien thing happens, they're all stuck in Asteroid City. But it's weird because they initially break down there, right? No, he was towed they... there. He was towed there. He was towed there. Oh, he shows up. The first thing is he shows up in a, a tow truck, brings his car there. And then that's oh, when he I don't remember the dad. That. But they they meant to get there. Okay. Someone give McCurdy a drink. You must have. It'd be really funny if you took your drink and then just went like this. And I yeah. was like, okay, yeah. here you go. There you go. It'd be like, that would be, that would be our little Wes Anderson moment, yeah. right? The, <laughs> yeah. You know? In terms of the, the runtime of the movie as it is, the alien doesn't show up till pretty late. It's, it's the end of the first act. So it's like up. if you the, remove the, all the back to the playwright padding and just have the Asteroid City story. And have the alien encounter earlier on, I'd be more curious to see what the characters do afterwards, so, which yeah. which we get a decent amount of, but we could have yeah. used more. So so then it, it continues where uh, and, and it's in typical Wes Anderson style. It's like act one scenes, you know, blank through blank. Yeah. And then you watch those and then it's like act one blank through blank and then eventually two. So um and then there was a, optional intermission was in there, which was kind of funny. Uh, but then, yeah, so he's um, the alien is the end of act one. Uh, act two is just them all stuck. Like the government has quarantined asteroid city. Uh, nobody can leave. And so they're all just uh, there's like a fun thing going on with vending machines that do bizarre things like you can buy real estate. One of them is just like makes martinis. So the whole time, all the adults are just like holding these little martini glasses. Like, and that's what I mean. It's quirky and fun, but I just, I need myself some of that meaning. And again, even if the payoff is that everything's meaningless, uh, let's really hone in on that. But all you get by the end is the main kid. Who's the son of the, of Jason Schwartzman. And he's a brainiac. He's really smart. He ends up winning the competition and all that. Uh, he's just like, I'm an atheist now because my mom died. And it's like, okay, but can we do something with that? Like, can we actually nope. fulfill anything <laughs> here? And then they just leave. And so it's a, it's a, it's an interesting structure. If you didn't have the stupid black and white stuff, the structure would be everybody shows up to asteroid city and then they leave. And that's what I mean. It's a movie about, uh, life is about the journey, not the destination, you know, cliche, uh, but that can work if you just focus in on that. But instead, it was so all over the place because it was unfocused. 
Meanwhile, Charlie, you're being entertained you. by Wes Anderson's style, but it's like, I don't give a shit because yeah. I can go watch one of his other movies that does that and has the meaning. What is Adrian Brody's character? He's the director of this, of the play. He's the director of the play. He's the director. Yeah. So you have the playwright, Ed Norton, and then you have the director of the play. And so again, Jason Schwartzman keeps leaving the play to be like, what is this about? And he's like, am I playing the character? He goes to the director. He's like, am I. Well, he only does that directly. once. But yeah, yeah. Well, he goes to each of them once, and he's actually yeah. fucking the playwright. <laughs> yeah, he well, they kiss he's once. Fucking himself. Random. And then but, we see uh, Brian Cranston. I don't know if you would call it a fourth wall break, but he's just like he's like there God for half he's, a second. He's the narrator, right? But he's, he's in the play God, like, for like a moment. And it's like what? Yeah. Which would have been fun if they would have done more stuff like that. So McCurdy, at at one point, the the Brian Cranston just he's just there, and he's like. Oh wait, I'm I'm not supposed to be in this, am I? And he just walks out. Like it's the only time you see him in color in Asteroid City. It's as if the narrator got off the like got off the microphone in the backstage yeah. and like walked <clears throat> out on stage and was like, "Oh God," you know, and then just disappears. Right. And you're like, "Who was that?" You know, um, Margot Robbie uncredited. No, she was totally. She she's got to be credited. She's oh, got she totally was. She's got lines and everything. Yeah, but everybody has a bit part essentially, other than like Jason Schwartzman and maybe Tom Hanks, but uh, and, and, yeah. and Scarlett Joe, of course. But yeah. uh, but like that, it's just it's like I I I wanted to love it. I really wanted to love it, but I didn't. It's not like uh, just to pull this up real quick. It's not like um, where are you? It's it's not like walking out of Bo's Afraid. I was just like my head hurt because I was so in love. Like I was like, oh, that was so good. Infinity Pool, same thing. I'm walking out just like my head is spinning because I'm like, that was fantastic. Um, uh, same same with Guardians and, and John Wick. I, I was fulfilled. Uh, Tetris was fun. I, I For me, initial thoughts are uh, that, it, that it, it may not even beat the Creed 3 threshold. I mean, part of me is like, I could put it above air because air is just kind of, blah for me uh well you know like well done i guess but kind of blah um but it's like uh i on its like on its face because of the style i want to give it credit but at the same time i'm like ah, but others did it other wes anderson Charles, movies we had just don't understand it yeah, and exactly. that's why it should be number one no i understood it because i'm uh, glad i'm not the only smart. one I'm glad it's not just because I'm not like a you guys have actually studied film and I'm just, you know, what did you an get average watcher? Um, nothing. <laughs> <laughs> I really wish McCurdy. Uh, had seen could have seen I wish it. I had seen this movie so I could talk about it because like, it sounds like something. Are either of you big about. Wes Anderson fans? Like, I'm not. I mean, I'm my brother I, I is. But my brother, your brother's a fucking hipster. He would be. No, no. I, I actually, I have most of his movies. I think I've seen. I think I've seen all of them now. By now, I mean they. I mean they do. He does have phases, much like a lot of filmmakers. Um, as far as as far as the auteurs go, because like, like they're not as many. When you think of filmmakers, even when we talk about the movies that are on this list, like when we talk about auteurs, we talk about people that pop out as their own style and, and they have a very distinct voice in their films. And like, there aren't that many filmmakers that do that. I think that's when, when you talk about being a filmmaker like myself or 
Charlie, it's like you, we, people aspire to be like that because you want to yeah. be like, oh, I want to have my own distinct style and voice that people can pick up on. But, um, and he's, he's one of the very few out now. I mean, the only other person I can think of is like, uh, you know, you got Quentin Tarantino and Christopher Nolan. I got to walk inside because it's about to rain. But you got Quentin Tarantino and, and Christopher Nolan and, and uh, you know, Steven Spielberg and Scorsese and all those folks, you know. Um, can you, can you tell just from visuals when you see one of those movies? Like Wes Anderson, yes. you can see like, a frame of like his David... movie and be like, that's Wes. Yeah. Quentin, I feel like you have to no. see dialogue. No, I, I, I mean, no? Quentin's even Quentin's style is very much like, he loves to but Nance, Nance riff has a on point. 70s Nance cinema. Saying, and... Nance is saying you could see a still frame from a Wes Anderson movie, and you're like, yeah, right. that's that's Wes Anderson. I that I that yes, completely. Like if that I understand. It'd be you more need to see. You, you would need to hit. Well, like play there's even else. even filmmakers that aren't even great at what they. I mean, as far as filmmakers that a lot of people don't even like, like you know Zack Snyder. I mean, you can look at a frame of his movies mm. and you know instantly like that's a Zack Snyder movie based off how that he does the visuals. Um but you know like not every you know i'm all my i guess my point is is just that you know he's it's the top one marcy but i but but i and and i'm i'm gonna be with you all night if you're praising the man but i would put this if we were just ranking wes anderson movies which we fucking will someday uh i would yeah. put this near the bottom just because it's like i see what you were trying to do but it's it's just like it's undercooked it's undercooked you know and, yeah, and yeah why I, it... I mean, I don't know. I'm, I think we even when we got to uh, who was it? We even got to Steven Spoderberg's movie and we were like, yeah, this one's much better than Shyamalan's movie just on principle alone. Like it was just a better, generally better movie. Better, better executed. And, so, and that's, I, that's I, yeah, it was I'm a better like... executed movie. And that's where I'm like, if I saw the movie, I would probably have a better grasp as to where you'd want to put this one. I'm, I'm just trying to point that out because I feel like even thinking about the flash from last week, it's like, yeah, I, I liked the story. Um, but yeah, it is one of the poor, the, as far as execution goes, is not one of the best executed films that we've, we've seen. Uh, this yeah, it, run. And it sounds like this one, a delightful mess. sounds like this one's one of the better mm. executed movies, but, but this right here, the, this right uh, here, story. I thought like, maybe I got to rewatch this shit. That was uh, the yeah. whole time I was watching it. I was like, it's, it's, it was like watching Gilmore girls where they're talking so goddamn fast that you're like, I need to rewatch this. I wish I could hit rewind and put the subtitles on. Cause I, I mm -hmm. really wish I could be taking all this in, but there's so much coming at you all, the whole time where it's like, um, whether what people are saying or what the camera's doing or what's in the scene where you want to read what's on all the machines or yeah. on different billboards and everything. But it, it, so it's, I'm, I'm willing to admit that I, I probably need to rewatch it, uh, just like we would with like a bond movie where I watch it 18 times right. and I yeah. take in-depth notes Speaking and, of bond. Pause and all that. Yeah. That's his face. Oh, uh, Felix Leiter was yeah. one of them where he was, I was like, Felix, slow the fuck down. But it's um, <laughs> it's uh, uh, it's it's thoroughly enjoyable. But if it doesn't have that that central idea mm -hmm. of hooking it all together uh, and you're going to confuse it with like there was an entire scene where um, so the understudy of the the actor who was going to play the son of Jason Schwartzman, the Brainiac guy. The whole thing is that uh, he's on a train with Scarlett Joe, the actress, not Scarlett Joe, pictured here. 
in the in the play, but the actress Scarlett Joe, uh, he shows up on a train and she's I guess maybe headed to New York or wh- wherever she's headed. I think it's New York, and uh, looked like New York, and and he's delivering messages from somebody that that was I was like okay wait is this okay we don't know who that was this, from okay I, well I, I like no. that's the thing I'm like by the time you realize what's going on you're like shit I would rewind it and figure out like did they I say it was know. yeah but he's delivering messages and it's a it's a clever scene where he's he's like okay he gave me two different things it's like if she's pissed read this one if she's if she's relaxed read this one and she's give them both to me and he does and then it's like there's a third one if you're if you're chill and don't care which you are, then I'm to give you this third option. And, and it's, it's clever. Like it's, it's what is going on is, a, is incredibly well written, but I don't fucking care. Cause it doesn't plug <laughs> into the story at all. It's just this, yeah. it's just self-indulgence. And that's why I was like, okay, with a movie that is by far the most Wes Anderson it's ever been where it's, it's like Nan said, you could take a screenshot of every fucking shot right. of every, <clears throat> every frame and be like, uh, I wish that fell, and we saw that you don't have pants on. Um, ah! and, and you could take, and, and it's like it's just dripping in his style, which is, it's like this. If you're gonna give me that plus entire scenes that mean nothing, like there's a whole scene where, and these are all the black and white ones, where the director is visited by his wife. And, uh, mm-hmm. and, and, and it's, it's like they're divorced and like, they're just like talking about their kid or something. It's like, is this just what's, what was going on in Wes Anderson's life when he wrote this? I like, fuck this, <laughs> fuck this. It's all for no reason. And then it's like, that's yeah. the theme of the movie is that it's meaningless. And I'm like, I don't care. Fuck you. That's a horrible theme. That is a, that is a vague genius. Uh, like, do you guys ever see funny games? Hmm. I think Funny Games was the movie that made me start to hate movies. No, I haven't seen that. So it's uh, I know the, the movie. The I just never foreign seen movie. It was remade. Uh, I, I think it was uh, like America remade it or something. Uh, but the whole thing is is it's like hmm. it's it's fucking with you because it's like okay, you come to uh, appreciate a character and you want them to succeed but we're going to play to that. And, and the, the whole idea is that there's a home invasion that occurs and uh, Naomi Watts or whatever is like, uh, um, uh, it's like her, these guys come in and they murder her husband and her daughter, like right in front of you. And it's just horrible. And, and it's like, at one point it's playing with different tropes, right? Where it's, it's like red herrings and, and just all these different film tropes at one point, she gets the best of them and she i think she actually shoots them and then a guy literally grabs a remote and he rewinds the movie back 5 minutes so that he's then able to thwart that effort what and the and, and it's the whole point of the movie is to be like you you care so much about this woman but we can do whatever we want and oh it's, the the whole movie is just jerking off onto your face the whole time and you're like I hate this. I hate you for doing this. It's like, that's the point. The point is that you'll hate me for doing this. And I'm like, <laughs> I don't care. I hope, I, I hope everybody associated with that movie gets AIDS and fucking dies horribly. Like it's, uh, and, and it's like, that's the point. <laughs> so with this, same thing, like, <laughs> the point of the movie is that there is no point. And I'm like, that's, that's a shitty fucking premise. 
But at the same time, it's enjoyable because it's Wes Anderson. It's dripping in his style. So I, I like what yeah. is like, I don't care about about his movies. And I'm like, then you'll fucking hate this movie. If you like his style, it puts a smile on your face. But I need both. Yeah. I need a cake that looks good and tastes good. I don't care about what it looks like if it tastes like shit. Like Spider-Man. Exactly. And uh, where was Spider-Man? Spider-Man, Speederman, number 10. Right now. Spider-Man. Which, like, to be to be on this list, like... Are there any other movies that, like, looked good or were, like, good, but... Hey, guys, I gotta, I gotta interrupt. I gotta get off of here. My phone's All about right. to die. So I will, uh, I'll guys let you the continued filming. And, uh, yeah, I'll, I'll see you next week, hopefully. Peace out, homeboy. Yeah, good luck with the movie. Yeah. All right, thank you, guys. Bye. Is he going to remove himself? So, um, yeah, and just FYI, McCurdy is, um, I think he already said, but he's shooting his movie, so he's just focused on that, which is all good. He should be. Yeah. Um, Which, by the way, we're thinking that we'd probably do, it might be fun to do a a live premiere of the movie on this channel, because fuck it. And just for one night only. We'll just, for one night only, and then we'll just delete it, you know? That'd be cool. Off of YouTube. Um, I think that'd be fun. But uh, yeah, so that's the thing. Spider-Man, it was like, okay, we'll put it at, we'll, we'll put it above Shazam and Dungeons and all that. But, but the top 10, it, everything below the top 10 is, is definitely flawed and missing something. And that's the thing. Mm-hmm. Like, if you're going to be on this list, it's kind of, it's kind of, it's kind of, not impressive <laughs> you know to um like you know people will be like oh you put it really high it's like yeah we put it on uh, high on a list of movies that's not super impressive yeah fucking ant-man is on here so you know. <laughs> so anyway my it's initial tough, thought... like because i really did enjoy just the asteroid city stuff Exactly. And I lo- like the style. It is dripping in it. And I do like his style, generally speaking. I love how everything like looks like a model. Exactly. And and the, and his use of stop uh, it, motion. Everything is like, yeah. it, like everything that is uh, that, that would otherwise be CGI for any other filmmaker would just be obnoxiously shitty CGI. Mm-hmm. For him, it's quirky stop motion. It's still mm-hmm. CGI technically, but it's stylized as stop motion which is what i'm sure he made stuff like that back in the day or like that's just that's how he adds to that idea of it being kind of like staged like practically staged yeah. so and and i i appreciate the effort to to for the first time as far as i'm concerned or as i know to put in there okay here's the uh cuz people have, sta- have said for years his movies are like a staged play that is then filmed. And that's what we're getting at. Like, uh, yeah, queer, weird, cute little alien or, uh, like, 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 I think you said earlier, Huevo said earlier, like you got like little bushes that look fake, but it's like, that's part of the quirk. Uh, again, it's like a high schooler. When when the alien comes down and grabs the asteroid, I didn't notice it before, but when he grabs it, it looks so much like, I don't know, like a soccer ball. And I was like, oh, the alien is just like a kid who hopped the neighbor's fence and is grabbing his frisbee or his ball. And he's just like, 
sorry I'm in your yard. I'm just grabbing my ball. <laughs> you, you saw who played him, right? Yeah, yeah. Jeff Goldblum. And and it's it's like it's it's all it's fun, but I was frustrated. Like every time there was a black and white scene, I was like, okay, maybe mm-hmm. this will escalate. Uh, but it never did. But I think yeah. the I think the um the the black and white stuff was uh it was almost like it was shuffled, right? It was like it was mm-hmm. purpose this again, vague genius. Uh if we take them out of chronological order, it suddenly becomes brilliant. I'm like, I don't know, not really. So the first one was when Jason Schwartzman shows up with a thing of ice cream, which was just like it was just a Wes Anderson thing to do. He doesn't just show up and say, Hey, why did my character do this or that? He shows, he's like, I got you this thing of ice cream that I packed in peanut shells and alfalfa, blah, blah, blah. You know, like it, <laughs> yeah, okay. it all, it all eventually reads like Wes Anderson is like chat GPT, where he's like, just give me random elements to give to everybody. And that's, I think that's why actors love working with him is because uh, it, it is creative. It's like, but but it's it's very much like I, I've always likened his style to a Bob Dylan song. Bob Dylan's mm. writing style when he was really hitting the reefer is like it's like uh, it's like uh, the the one eyed queen went to see the the bow legged Egyptian whose father was a, a, a blind gypsy. You know, it's like it's like. <laughs> adjective noun adjective noun you know or, or it's it's like uh my character is gonna have like a a like he's gonna have an eye patch and he's gonna you know it's like everybody throw in your weird little idiosyncrasies and then that allows for vague genius right like where it's just it's like it's weird so it's it's intelligent and it is but when it's not all wrapped up in a in a not neat package but when it's not all tied together that's when i start to go okay you're just doing random shit like it just feels yeah. like you're just you're going to a random character generator and it's like again like a bob dylan song it's like in the 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 doe-eyed knight said to the two-legged princess you know you're just <laughs> like, okay dude i get it like you're just again adjective noun adjective noun so um so this one was was my I, I was I at first I was I was, just, I was beaming because I'm back in Wes Anderson land and that's fun. But then by the end, I was like, eh, I'm yeah. I'm I like but I'm kind of disappointed in this. Like the they could have either just removed everything that wasn't Asteroid City. Just give us the play as a movie. Or if they're going to do the we're seeing the black and white behind the curtain um give us that in a more orderly and complete fashion where we maybe we see it through in a production and we see everyone celebrating that the play's a hit or so i don't know like by by the end of it what didn't it end it ended in asteroid city it didn't end in Mm. the the meta play it didn't end in black and white yeah to your point it fucking should have yeah you know because it's the movie it started in black and white. All right? of, it started in black and white, and okay. it should have it, it. It could have easily ended with something that that really like I, I would have been fine with it. Just stating the theme clearly, like, okay, uh, the play's over. So, um, and you know, maybe somebody in the audience is like, "What did it mean?" And, and, <laughs> and, and Brian Cranston's like, "I don't know. Don't ask me." 
you know, like that would have that would have at least been having fun with whatever this you whole want premise of, of meaninglessness. You know, exactly. Like, big, okay, so uh, backtracking. So when Jason Schwartzman goes to see, and yeah, Espy's totally right. None of this matters because the film will be not nominated for fifteen awards and win all of them because uh, artsy movie that people need to pretend to like. Exactly. It's it's uh, it, it's too big to fail. It has too many uh uh big names for it not to be the greatest thing ever whereas i'm a little more cynical about it because i'm like you gotta give me more to work with here you know but like if this if this was the first movie that he ever made people would be like uh you know but i think the people sitting next to me walked out of it which i I was a little bit surprised by well first there was two people sitting next to me then some guy walks in and he's like this is me and my wife's seat so they moved to the front of the theater <laughs> and then the people whose actual seat it was, they ended up leaving maybe halfway through and it was just like, yeah. what the heck is happening? Yeah. So but, I, I, I like, want to reward the creativity, yeah. but I want to punish the vagueness of this, yeah. the vague genius. I want to punish that. Like, are there, um, uh, are, have we seen any of these movies multiple times or have you rather? Uh, I saw Tetris multiple times, but that's because it was available on home video. I haven't seen any others. It's tough. Like, what if we rewatch Asteroid City and it's like, I get it, and it's amazing. Yeah. Well, that's that's <laughs> that's the thing, though, is that you know that's always going to be an element. I I save that for when we do Wes Anderson movies. Yeah. And it's like, you know, we actually ranked this back in 2023 and uh, and maybe we didn't give it enough credit. But but on a first watch, I think I grasp it well enough. Yeah. To be like, yeah, this is, again, hipsters foaming at the mouth to be like, it was the best movie ever. And it's like, okay, why? Explain to me why. Like, like Spider-Man, you know, okay. Like I said to McCurdy, I'm like, okay. If it's so great, explain it to me. And he's like, I can't. <laughs> Maybe that's straw manning him because he's like, it's uh, to reiterate. He's like, well, it's about this and it's about this. And I'm like, OK, but was it really? Was it really about that stuff? Because it seems like it was just, hey, multiverse stuff. And that's all it had. Yeah. So um, so my Jessica initial- didn't even see this movie with me. I think she could tell. You know, it was going to be. A... I don't think she would have liked it. It was my. She saw that Jennifer Lawrence movie instead. They happen to have like start times at the same time and mm. similar run lengths. But that movie to me was the same thing. Like, I already know what's going to happen in that movie and <laughs> it looks stupid. But yeah, something. So there are actors that weren't uh, in this, but this this that would typically be in a Wes Anderson. Yeah. Yeah. Like the biggest one, there was no Bill Murray. Mm hmm. Um, uh, and is the, Tom the, Hanks a typical? Because I was like, I think Tom Hanks first. is replacing Bill Murray in this one. I think Tom Hanks is a first, unless he was in okay. one of the animated ones, which I don't think he is. But yeah, I don't know. Uh, I'm pretty sure he because it's Bill Murray but, in Life Life Aquatics. West, Bill Murray's in a whole bunch. Um, yeah, and then but even like, and that's what I mean. That's how you know that that people are just chomping at the bit to be a part of it because it must be fun. And he makes it fun by being like, here's your character and your character is very distinct. Yeah. You know? um, but then you have uh, what's his name from The Office taking uh, Steve Carell. Steve Carell had like a, a part that didn't character. really utilize him, though. You know, it's just yeah. kind of like just matter of fact. And, you know, it's like you wear a green hat. That's it. <laughs> yeah. You know. 
but uh um but the uh, and the and the Wilson brothers like Owen Wilson and Luke Wilson true were always in uh, I mean they were they, they starred in Bottle Rocket and then uh, I think Owen used to write with him but it was and I think that's when to see uh, Matt Dillon which I haven't seen Rock is it Rocketeer or something what is it that is Matt no. Dillon the Rocketeer I've actually never seen the Rocketeer I might I be to. thinking of something completely different I mean he's in that. Uh... The zombie movie, right? Well, he's he, yeah, he's uh, he's in many things, but um, Timothy Dalton is in Rocketeer. <laughs> he's in, yeah, he's I think he's the bad guy. Which I th I think the Rocketeer guy. is uh uh Mike Stiklas's favorite movie. So I I definitely need uh, to watch it. Um, but uh, what was I gonna I say this Matt Dillon guy is in something where he has like a jetpack or something something. I I don't know, Wait, but what. I don't know um, what I'm talking about. Uh, I'm trying to. The, the, uh, okay, what what I was getting at though is that I'm I derailing. I think I think like uh, I think he typically. I know Wes Anderson is always writing. I don't know if he often is the only writer, and I think that mm. that if I'm correct about that, I think he he what he needed on this was to not be the sole writer because he he put too much of himself in it. Is my my main gripe. Which could have worked fine, but there wasn't enough of that. Again, for the millionth yeah. time, there could have been more of that or less of that. Uh, and I think he needed, like, I think he wrote uh, Royal Tenenbaums with um, Owen Wilson, and he mm. and he kind of needed that. He needed somebody to put him in check to be like, "Hey, dude, why is there an entire scene that's well written, but why is there a whole scene about two of these actors on a train?" Let's just not do that. In fact, let's not do any <laughs> of this shit and just keep it to Asteroid City. And, you know, okay, so what did, what did, uh, I just saw some, was it about Scorsese? My brother and his what did now Wavos wife. What say? This right here. Scorsese dressed up on as Royal Tenenbaum characters for a Halloween. Oh, really? If that tells you anything about my brother. Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah, this is, this is my impression of your brother. <laughs> does he still he still has long hair that he flicks right yeah no he doesn't flick it i think that was like okay. a high school thing okay uh so uh yeah i i th i've i've covered off on everything i have to say about this um i still am thinking that like i think i said that my initial thought was that i mean i'm tempted to put it above the flash below creed um but because i know i know creed is flawed uh air creed you know everything bef below tetris is is flawed to a significant degree air because it's meh uh part of me would put it is above that the air. biggest thing with air like what are like the standout issues with air like i remember you same with uh, Ben Affleck character. Let's be, he's he's always like, policing. Yeah, the let's top just 10. do it. Let's just give him the percent of the shoe sales. Well, whatever. Yeah. Well. Yeah. Uh, Air was. It was so matter of fact. Is my big thing with it. Air's mm. like, we need to get Michael Jordan, and then it's like, we got Michael Jordan. You know, there was there was no. Whereas Tetris is better because Tetris is like. It, it gives you those stakes of like if this right away, it's like if this guy fails, his whole life is in shambles. 
but then it, 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 it not just provides the stakes, but it really pushes them to the limit to provide some tension where airs like we, we need to do this thing. We did it. Or, or it's like, I, I, by, by the end of the weekend, I need the best shoe that's ever been made. And the guy's like, okay. And then cut. And he's like, I did it. I made the <laughs> shoe. You're like, what the, what, you know? And then, yeah, th- at the end, it's like, it's like, uh, uh, we need more money. And Ben Affle- Ben Affleck is like, fuck it. <laughs> like literally just says, fuck it. So it's just so matter of fact. And, eh. Hmm. Um, whereas this movie is, um, God, it's just, it like there, it, it's not necessarily laugh out loud, funny, but it makes you smile. Like the, the dry yeah. humor yeah. really makes you smile. Uh, a couple of times, like one time I, I, I like did the, my like burst out, like can't help it <laughs> laugh. Uh, when they, she's the, uh, Scarlett Joe character at one point is like, yeah, someday they'll find me in the bathtub surrounded by a bottle of spilled pills. Uh, and then that happens. Like the photographer character yeah. looks across from one hotel room to another and she's laying there like this. And, you know, and I, I burst out laughing, but then she's, she's alive, which I was like, no, that would have been hilarious if she would have actually been fucking dead. I, I, that would have been better than what happened. But yeah. Um, anyway, backtracking again. So when, when Jason Schwartzman, the photographer goes to see the playwright, He's asking him, he says, why does my character burn his hand on the griddle? Why does oh, he they do talk that? about that? Yeah, because remember when he did that, he's talking to Scarlett Joe mm-hmm. uh, because they're neighbors at, in Asteroid City and, and uh, uh, you know, at the hotel or whatever, the motel. And um, and he just randomly just burns his hand. And he asks the playwright, why does my character do that? And he says, I don't know. He just does. I just wrote it and he just does it. And um, and that's what I mean. That's where that's like that. It's it's a classic uh, writing thing of like you go to ask the author why they did this or that. And they'll say, I don't know. I it just that's just what they did. I just wrote it um, huh. again. It's the, the theme is that everything's meaningless. Blah, 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 blah. There's no ultimate answers to anything, which is should have been the, the sole focus of this story that has elements of religion and science. And people, you know, once they see an alien, they start to question why mm-hmm. any of this is happening and meanwhile they're dealing with the death of their mom like all the elements are there but then we're fucking around with all this play shit it's just <laughs> ugh, i'm so frustrated by it because it's like dude you had a good thing going just keep yourself out of it save that for another fucking movie that is specifically yeah. about like like make a movie again like like fableman's make a movie about kids making a play and make it about you, Wes Anderson. Do an autobiographical movie about you as a high schooler making a play, which I think Rushmore is. I think we already talked about that. But do it again. Fuck it. Mm-hmm. Like, do, And really make it about yourself. Don't do it with this movie because you had this interesting thing. And then you ruined it by bogging it down with all this. So anyway, so in that scene, he <laughs> asks him that. And then he, and then he delivers the dialogue. And then he starts, then he takes off his pants and starts making out with uh, the playwright. And so it's like, yeah. you know, it's just like, okay, like that, that, like kind of pointless, you know, other than just quirky. When in doubt, just go quirky. Um, anyway. Uh, what about standout Creed issues? So 
that's that's what I'm thinking. I'm thinking that so the thing with Creed is that it it, ha- it was bogged down by too many scenes with the daughter, which compared to this is negligible, right? Mm. Like like you know, it's just why are we why are we introducing young Creed S, right? Why are we doing that? Plus, not not f- they did that instead of fully fleshing out the villain character. Okay, I was uh, going to say that was my m- recollection was an issue with the protagonist antagonist. Yeah. So, uh, and then the third act, the fight was just, I remember the fight just, which is very important, obviously in a fucking Rocky Creed movie is that the fight, the final fight be given some significance. And I remember it just being, it was just like, eh, it's over. (laughs) You know, it's it's like right before, right when you thought it's really going to get going, it's just like, hey, it's done, you know, because they were too busy doing all that stuff where he was kind of imagining being a kid again. And and suddenly the fight became kind of like a hyper, not hyper real. That's how I describe this. Uh, uh, What's the fucking. I don't know. My brain's not working Where, where suddenly he was visualizing things. Uh. And they were like fighting as kids again, you know. Oh yeah, yeah. Remember, um, uh, surreal. I think that's what I, the I word like I was trying to grasp. Though. Exactly that. Uh, but, like... but but they did they they did that, but and which was good. But then they didn't deliver. Like I was, again, he throws a final punch, and I was like, wait, you blew your load too soon. The surreal stuff was good, but it wasn't followed up by like a satisfactory final fight, which I think they did on purpose so that they could still be friends. Yeah. But that's not. But really with, good with for me, with you naming the issues with air, naming the issues with Creed, they don't seem as bad as the issues with Asteroid City. So I'm seeing Asteroid City below those. I'm wondering about the Flash. I feel like there's more issues with the Flash. I walked out of the air. Okay, okay. Who just said that? Espy. The Flash is a rough watch. I'm going eight. Anything above that, I'm writing erotic fan fiction with you. <laughs> Do that anyway. We will pay top dollar. Uh, so, The Flash was a movie I walked out of being like, I actually like that. Remember, I was excited to like a movie. I'm as yeah. I always say every week. I'm you know, it's like you cynical asshole. Like, it was yeah, mostly the CG asshole, was like it. bad. Yeah, the CG was terrible, but who cares? You know, if the story yeah. is there and the story was on point. I mean. again i admitted i fully fucking admitted that i cried in public like that final scene oh yeah with the mom like like where he's he was he's got sunglasses on to hide his identity but he's he a single tear falls down i was like god that's good that was i mean and it seems like the mom knows (sighs) yeah so so it's like stupid comic book movie that has a good story uh versus this that is like all style, no substance. That's really what it is, is all style, no substance. Some substance, some substance, but but not fully realized substance. And that's what bugs me. That's why I want to punish it. I want to punish this movie for fucking around and being self-indulgent. Um, but but it's like, like let's let, what, did you have a funniest moment in this? While you're thinking, there was a like there's a, a moment that kind of stuck with me when um the parents are just kind of standing around like trying to kill time again. They just keep drinking. Yeah. And, uh, and at one point, 
one of the soldiers because there's a bunch of soldiers around because there was just an alien sighting and one of them runs over because they're they're launching bottles and they're shooting it with a death ray that one of the kids made and it's Leif Schreiber my dad I was gonna say my dad. Leif Schreiber right I, and, I like yeah. his character and Leif Schreiber's like my, hey my son made this death ray okay <laughs> like like that's like that's the sense of humor very dry yeah. very matter like, of fact but but absurd i would say fun. i was not expecting the alien and i liked that that whole like there's a freaking alien here i liked that um that same scene with um scarjo in the bathtub with the pills when she puts her head back down and it goes, Bong. <laughs> I really liked that for some reason. Yeah. Like, again, um, it's subtle. Yeah. Uh, and, and dry. And that's his style of humor. Like, like uh, a recurring joke was um, uh, like the general, he'd give an update on the situation. You know, at one point he's like, uh, I, I heard he did a nude of Midge or I heard he's been talking to Midge something like Midge Reynolds, whatever her name is, uh, Scarlett Joker. Is it Campbell? Mitch Campbell? Mitch Campbell. And everybody be like, Ooh, Mitch Campbell, Mitch Campbell, you know, <laughs> and, like, and and I actually was surprised to see a full, fully new yeah. Scarlett Johansson. Uh, oh God, I PG-13 movie now. PG this, this was PG-13? PG-13. That's allowed? I, that was Is it because it was like a reflection in a mirror? <laughs> it was. It was so they were like, nah, it's all right. What I'm curious about is whether or not it was actually her, because then yeah. Jason Schwartman, the photographer character says, uh, yeah, sometimes they do a stunt double. And I and I'm I'm like, I'm like, wait, I saw those titties and I'm like, Scarlett Joe's titties are huge. Those don't look the same. So I was like, maybe, <laughs> maybe, maybe that was like a little meta joke, you know, where where she, yeah. in fact, had a, you know, Wes Anderson brought in a smaller tittied stunt double to, to do yeah. that. Let's see. Asteroid City is. Or um, what else did I think was funny? Where's the rating? The, he has his wife's ashes in a Tupperware and it's yeah. labeled one of three, but we never see the other two. And there's just like that's one of those like rewatch things same with um yeah like every time we see him developing photos you see two behind him on the drying rack and like a lot of the time or i would have to rewatch it again but you know you're trying to draw similarities between like you see midge campbell and the alien pictures and they're like you know it's kind of similar shots but it's like clearly something is being said here i don't know uh okay wait a lot of people had guns which i don't know if that was supposed to be the 50s or something but just like a lot of people had guns uh it's got to be better than top 10 maybe oh i like that kid's song of the alien on a deep deeper level the movie's literally about mind control yeah okay wait he's been saying this a lot tonight the okay the movie's about mind control how how is it about mind control uh Please, Huevos. You would think one of the kids would have invented a mind control device if it was about mind control. Yeah, these people are minds controlled on the space tip. Tip. What is happening? Uh, But does it always need to be dry? Are you talking about sex again, Espy? Uh, Nowadays, the UFO shit is in the news. This was planned to come out now. It's about the characters and how they're mad. Retarded? To the truth, this is like a rewatch in two... Huevos, are you drinking? <laughs> <laughs> I, I like what is this? Brajin Lorma's went night. 
Huevos, are you fucked up? <laughs> um, this is what he do, does on Sundays. He, uh, he yeah. drinks with us. He watches yeah. us. He buys our merch, yeah, yeah, unlike to, anyone to else. To Huevos, who someday we're going to use your your rap song about us for something. I, I was I was greatly honored to hear that shit. It's like, yeah. uh, uh, nobody's Wait, ever is it already song. out? Well, well, he, he sent it. Oh, yeah, he says he's drunk. Uh, <laughs> he sent it, but... Yeah, okay, Nico. You made it already? Well, yeah, I sent it to you. Him rapping about us? Yeah. We'll, uh, we'll, we'll have to play it. Uh, Nico, yeah. didn't see this yet. Is it worth the watch? I would say yes, but I'm as a Wes Anderson fan, I'm disappointed. Just to kind of wrap that up in a, in a, in a phrase. See it? Big Wes Anderson fan, even though, again, there's always a part of me that hates him because hipsters love it so much. Like I, I, I love his movies, but I wish he didn't provide so much hipster fodder for them to be like, yeah, mm. yeah. My favorite filmmaker is Wes Anderson. Cause, uh, I'm smart. And you're like, no, you're an, you're an idiot asshole. You're an idiot asshole. Stop pretending to be smart just because of the movies you like or whatever. Maybe I'm guilty of the same. I don't know. I also like comic book movies. So I'm flicking through. I'm just honest. I can be honest. I can watch something that's pretending to be genius and I can be like, nope. Fuck you. This is vague genius. I'm so, coining that fucking term. Vague genius. Playing in my theater right now is The Flash, Elemental, you, which Ashley. I don't know anything about that. Yeah. No Hard Feelings, which is the Jennifer Lawrence movie, Spider-Man, Transformers, Little Mermaid, Asteroid City, The Blackening, The Boogeyman, which I was curious to watch Why because are you of the trailers. This? I'm just going to say, of the movies that are out now, I feel like I feel like you go into a Wes Anderson movie, you know what you're gonna get, and you pretty much get it. Yeah, more or less. Nico, we don't really give anything away. I would just watch the beginning of this episode if you missed it. Uh, just again, it's like, yeah, it's I, I said in my intro, it's it's probably the most Wes Anderson movie in existence. In my stylistically, view. Sty stylistically, it's just like, not necessarily storytelling wise for the style. Cause it's dripping in his fucking style and he put himself in it. So it's like, not it's, literally it's super wet. Yes. It's super. He put himself in it. He, well, he's not in it. He's, he is, the he playwright. is a character in he's it. the playwright and the director. Like yeah. that, that is, that is an obvious, uh, uh, stand in for him. Right. Yeah. yeah. For one of his characters to step out of the story and be like, Hey, what is this about? And he's like, I don't know. I just wrote it. Yeah. <laughs> Um, so, so like, that's a, that's an interesting idea that wasn't fully, uh, that's why I keep saying the black and white stuff should have, there should have been more of it or none of it, yeah. more of it or none of it. Like we actually should have had something going on with I the feel like we don't get much of a, a plot. We get a plot, but I don't know. It's yeah, like, especially right the ending is like right here. fairly weak. It's the same with Nolan being like, oh, HMSS is great. Uh, cause it's so, it's vague genius. Right. But, but when you nitpick it, you're like, yeah, but if it's so fucking great, then what about this? What about that? And it's like, Oh, Oh no, it's the best thing ever. Like, no, objectively it is so fucking flawed. You can like the ski scenes and the setting and all that, but when it comes down to the bond character the and I say this in quantum cause, um, McCurdy is always like, nobody likes golden gun. And I'm like, dude, more people like golden gun the golden gun are like the silent majority right uh they don't talk about it much but us golden gunners we fucking love that movie and there's a lot of us 
the fucking OHMSS people are the the not silent uh, majority. They are not silent minority, I think, where they're, it's just like you would think it was the best movie ever. And then you watch it and you're like, OK, this is heavily flawed, specifically because of the Bond character. I think Golden Gun is a better Bond character movie than OHMSS, where he's constantly oh breaking character constantly breaking character for Bond no is fucking back reason. into the 23 series <laughs> hey what oh Bond yeah, is... yeah. <laughs> Bond, yeah it'll always be inherently a couple more weeks linked, people uh, yeah uh which on that note we plan on shooting skyfall specter and no time to die back to back and i'm just gonna try to crank them out before the end of the year because uh we I know he said it about quantum, but we don't need to go on for six hours about those three. I do. Just... I oh, do. Okay. okay. Well, okay. <laughs> I have we'll make so sure. much to say. We'll make sure that you do that. Okay. So, uh, okay. Jumping back definitely... into it. I'm I like, I walked out of the flash liking Happy. it, even though it's a mess. Uh, fast X fucking enjoyable. Part of me wants to put it at number 10. Cause I think, I, I think on its face, it's better than Spider-Man. Just, just in terms of like vaguely having something to say is better than Spider-Man having nothing to say. Clearly, Wes Anderson cares about what he makes. Yes. So I don't know if you could say that about Spider-Man, which is purely a billion artists and CG people. Yeah. Fast X. Here, Nance. Talk That's more rough, about because Fast X is just a, a fast movie. As much as I love him, like how much can we say, really say what you got to say? I got to, I can't think until I empty, empty my bladder. So go ahead. I have, but I have nothing to say. <laughs> oh, oh God, he's leaving me with you people. Yeah. I mean, so Nika, are you still in here? I would. Did you say you're a big fan of Wes? I'm not, I can't say I am. I'm not a not fan of Wes, but. I feel like you go into this movie and you know what to expect with Wes Anderson. You and you get that in terms of style. You absolutely get that. Um, and we don't go too far into it in this review. So definitely like watch this whole review and I don't think you'll get a huge fan. Dang. And you haven't seen this movie yet. Um, are you a hipster, Nico? Um, I have seen Wes Anderson movies. And that, you know, they're pretty clear cut that you got your plot, you have a beginning, middle and an end. Um, this movie is just like a convoluted mess of you have the playwright and scenes about him making this play. And then we watch the play Asteroid City and they're cutting back and forth. And it's it's just kind of confusing. Um, and again, I, I came into this review worried that. I was going to be the only one confused because I haven't studied film like these other guys. But <laughs> luckily, Charlie agrees. Yeah, huevos. Maybe I have. I don't know. I, I know you were working on one, and I was excited for the integration into the show, but I don't know if I've heard it yet. Because there's no video or anything, right? It's just a, an audio. Because I... Yeah, I don't know if I've seen it. Anyway, Charlie's back. But I don't know if I could upload it. Apparently, Nico is a huge fan of Wes Anderson. Okay, uh, 
Yeah, I mean, dude, yeah, me like me too. I uh, other than hipster, Are you? okay. Other than <laughs> like I said, love his movies. Other than hipster. hate that he's constantly providing hipster fodder. You know, I like I'm watching it and I'm. Is like, it his fault this? though? The question is: Is he a hipster or not? And I think he's kind of a, <laughs> a hipster by default. And but but he deserves it. He deserves uh, to have that. The, the problem with hipsters is that if if hipsters were actually real, if they were legitimate, then it's mm. like okay, you're deserving of it. Like if they're if they're actually and it, it, like intellectuals, you know. The problem with hipsters is that they are for the most part, they're pseudo intellectuals. They attach themselves to things that are refined in an effort to be like, well, I'm refined too, because I, I listen to vinyl and I smoke tobacco out of a pipe. I'm such a, a hipster. Mm. Um, I'm so refined. And you're like, dude, just cause you went to Goodwill and bought a bunch of old clothes and, <laughs> and smoke out of a pipe. That doesn't mean you're refined. You're just an asshole with who's searching for an identity. That's the stereotype of a hipster. People yeah. who actually are those things and can actually back it up. Like if somebody could take a movie like this, any kind of hipster people movie are badass. and defend it and actually and use their words to be like, this is why it's great. And mm -hmm. I'd be like, okay, you've defeated me, hipster. But if you're just saying, oh no, it's so good. It's so awesome. Secret Service is the best Bond movie ever. And you go, okay, why? And they're like, uh, uh, I'm like, then you're a fucking hipster. Not, not the real hipster, which... I would call an intellectual, just not even hipster, intellectual. A pseudo-intellectual is a hipster in my book. That's why I fucking mm. can't... The more we talk about Secret Service, the more... The more I... I, I it's hard for me to be objective about Secret Service because uh, the more I hear people wax poetic about it, the more I'm like, you know what? Maybe it does fucking suck. Maybe it sucks, you know? But then my objectivity doesn't allow me to, to say it sucks because it has some merit so i'm looking at his filmography right now and i have not watched much of his stuff i have seen grand budapest which i liked asteroid city and the darjeeling limited i believe i saw okay i might have seen parts of fantastic mr fox but i haven't seen much of his stuff but the grand budapest is Dude, really good right that's me you're in la am i Do being know that dumb for thinking that um okay wait uh this okay nico i have i've been tempted tonight to bring up pta um i love pta but he's he is generally he is probably the most guilty when it comes to vague genius because i'll i'll read pta script i don't even know what you guys are talking about paul thomas anderson he made one of the best movies of all time somebody said recently that it sucks uh uh there will be blood. I think is one of the best movies of all time. Somebody in Discord said it sucks, and I'm like, that's one of those where you watch it 15 million times, and and maybe you need to in order to totally understand it. Maybe I wanted to. I was curious it. about his licorice pizza movie that was a couple years ago. I didn't see that either. I think I think over COVID, I just blacked out. Yeah, uh, I was I was mostly doing this, um, but. Uh, uh, what I was getting at is that I'll read his scripts. I'll read PTA scripts and then I'll watch his movies. And he does a thing where it's, it's very there. All the questions are answered in the script. And then it's like in the final uh, cut, he'll remove a certain element that makes it more vague. Hence the term vague genius. 
oh, it's vague. So it's super creative and genius. Uh, and, and he, I swear he does that to me. It's like, if I make it more mysterious, that makes it just seems smarter. It's something you feel more than is certain and locked down. Whereas for me, I'm like, no, make it more certain. Don't make it this vague genius thing. And he, just like Wes Anderson, he does a really good job of bringing you into a, an imagined world that you like being there. I like being in this place. Mm-hmm. And then he, a lot of times though, he cuts out of it too soon to where you're like, no, I want more. I want more. Uh, that feels incomplete. And I think that's his thing. I think he wants it to be incomplete because it's vague genius. It's like, if I keep it a little more vague then, or if I just end prematurely, it's, it's brilliant. Going so EPA, back to you doing this, he wants to leave yeah. you with blue balls. Yeah. And, and I, I fucking love PTA, but he's very frustrating. He's a very fucking frustrating filmmaker where sometimes I think he doesn't even understand his own movies. And I think that's, that's like, again, vague genius. I can't say it enough. Uh, whereas other filmmakers are more exact. They're more like, uh, it's, it's famously PTA and Tarantino are good buddies and they're always kind of bad. They're, 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 copying each other and chasing each other and all that and, and yeah dude yeah Huevos, like i do i, I love i love pta but he can be very frustrating but uh uh boogie nights is the shit the master the master has that vague genius when uh what's his name is singing i want to get you on a slow boat to china and i'm like shut up shut the fuck up like th- th- again oh it's so quirky and weird and out of left field isn't it brilliant no it's stupid um, there will he be blood though is thing. the shit like there will be blood is so fucking that's that is uh, for me top five American like for sure I, I have a list somewhere of top five American and and there will be blood I think is number five but uh, I don't know Nans I keep putting off ranking this because it's yeah I mean I'm in the same <clears throat> same zone as you yeah I struggle with fast now like the i think it is below air and creed after your covering of the issues with those yeah the flash and fast x it's definitely above spider-man yeah i i think so okay i almost feel like you have to give this one credit over fast x because it's more of like a artsy thing than it is just like <laughs> cars and explosions as much as i love the fast series but it but... has a central theme and that central theme is True. this family. one was mo- family <laughs> every other movie on this list is about family this whole yeah 2020 about either we're living alien? in like an exceptional year or movies are just usually about family whether we think about it yeah. or not yeah but yeah every fucking movie on this list is has at least a touch of the theme of family, which is hilarious, you know, including the one at the top there is about, you know, uh, overbearing Espy's mothers with, with nine or 10. He was right. Nine or 10. And yeah, I like, again, he's got the air, zone right. I, I, uh, part of me wants to put it above air because air is so just matter of fact, but then I'm like, at yeah, least but it's a complete you, movie. Anderson for your, Black and white shit, like rule of thumb, black and white shit sucks and the color stuff is great. Uh, how can you wake up if you never go to sleep? How can you wake up if you never go to sleep? I was like, shut up. 
Shut up. Is the asteroid the city? Like, it's, it does. What does it all mean? It's brilliant. It means like whatever, man. It's like it's like commercialism putting us to sleep, man. So, <laughs> so like you're not like a perfect little wage slave, man. No, no, it was stupid. It was it was stupid. That was is stupid. the asteroid city story complete? And it's just like the play stuff that's not so complete. If you would have taken the black, take the black and white stuff out. First of all, give me a fan edit that just takes out the black and white stuff, and you have a pretty good goddamn movie. It'd right? be short though. But it would be, it'd be, it'd be shorter. It maybe be like an hour and a, I don't know, and like maybe it'd be like seventy five minutes, maybe. Uh, mm. But it, but, but instead, because the movie I think is roughly, it's like an hour forty five. I think if you took all that black and white screen time and converted that into more reflections on on you know what's the answer science or religion you know that that would be that would at least be interesting where i really like this stuff with um jason schwartzman and scarlett johansson i feel like we could have seen more of that we got a good amount but i would have liked to see more of that that didn't really conclude right and then like like she's gone and, and then, then, yeah, at some point, it. everyone's just gone. And he's just like, okay, I guess it's time to leave. That, that's when he goes to see Margot Robbie. And, yeah. and the whole scene with Margot Robbie, I was like, what's the point of this? She did a good job, but I don't know what the point was. Yeah, I'm like, what? What? And that's what I mean. Maybe in a rewatch, but on for, uh, like you should be able to understand it on a first watch. Not not com- maybe not completely, but you should be able to be like, that like, like watching fucking uh, uh uh the flash the first time it's like you get it it's about it's a story about letting go of the past and i think that was well executed even though it's a stupid comic book movie uh that's why yeah. i want to I, I i could easily put it below the flash even and though then the flash jason schwartzman's kid they have like this they have all these satellite not satellites but like receivers or whatever and there's some code and he's like maybe it's a date and he says it's always today and the alien comes and then he comes again and it's like it feels like there's something there and either we're not grasping it or they don't do good enough of a job of yeah expressing what the point is who plays the alien makes that joke of like yeah i i I play him as a metaphor which is it which is a joke (laughs) uh and it's funny but at the same time i'm like uh I could have done without that. I mean, literally, a fan edit, getting rid of all the black and white stuff, you'd be like, "This is good." It's it's maybe incomplete, but and, that, and that's that's the, I, I can't I just can't get over that. I can't get over how incomplete it feels because it's fucking around. It wastes so much goddamn time for no reason. So I want more of the ScarJo relationship. I want more of like the kids and other people dealing with the fact that there's an alien and maybe there's no God and what this all means. Yeah. And then is there anything else that could have been fleshed out more? Cause like, it makes sense that like all of it. Cause we don't need to see Jason Schwartzman and ScarJo like dating and all that crap, obviously. Um, he says he's going to He's like toying with the idea of aban- abandoning his kids, kind of with grandpa, but he's yeah. like not really. He's like, I thought about it, but it would have been yeah. short term anyway, you know. So I, 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 I don't know where you end it. I, I again, I can't, I can't put it any better than take the sc- the running time of the black and white and just use that to further develop all these characters interacting in the city 
Yeah. Uh, and and you have a you have a, a stylistic, very stylistic movie that's that's fun, very dry sense of humor. But uh, again, the whole premise is everybody shows up and then they all leave. And and in the yeah. interim, you have these elements of uh, of, you know, these very religious people tom hanks's character or the kids that show up and the first thing they do is pray for you know like thank you god for letting me find things in my cracker jack box and all that um why were they then then, (laughs) i just a lot of people showed up for uh the science fair i guess they're just young kids who were there to be so like uh, to watch but not be a part of the science fair uh, and then you have like whole scenes where all the really smart brainiac kids are, you know, they're playing that game where they're sitting around naming names of people and it's a memorization game. And, and it's, it's like, I, I could, I would have appreciated stuff like that more if that was all the movie was, was just everybody killing time and in, in asteroid city. But I just can't get over how they just kept fucking about in this meta. Yeah, like everyone stuff. comes together oh, for a, a silly, it. weird little science fair. Something crazy happens. The alien shows up and then they're all just like, what, what, what does it mean? Yeah. Okay. Like if, if the black and white stuff was limited to the opening and the end and, and the end, which they didn't even do, which is, which doesn't make any fucking sense, but the opening and the end and maybe have Brian Cranston, uh, just like pop up Uh. in full color throughout the whole thing to, to provide, uh uh exposition you know like because you know Hmm. overall though if you got rid of all the color stuff uh or sorry if you got rid of all the black and white stuff and just had the color stuff uh i could have seen instead of tom hanks i could have seen brian cranston just being that that dad character instead yeah just because brian cranston's the shit you know but uh maybe have uh tom hanks do something else but I don't know. I'm, I'm just the more I saw this two days ago and, and the more I uh, or no yesterday. Jesus, I saw it yesterday and, and I'm I, just like the more I thought about it, because I, I, I just sat for hours on end, just like wrapping my head around it. And I'm just like, I'm frustrated with this fucking movie because I wanted to love it. I wanted to. But I mm. walked out of the flash being like, I. I thought I'd hate it and I really enjoyed it, you know, so yeah uh so below I, flash I, I think we're i think below I think air below creed below flash i think we're above or below above fast spider-man at this point yeah um fast x let's talk about that briefly uh what was fast x <laughs> family no, you cars have, you have a ridiculous bad guy uh who is um it's a revenge thing for him and he's like a total psychopath and he's having a lot of, a lot of fun being a bad guy. It's like Jason Momoa trying to be the Joker. Yeah. Um, You have, uh, you know, same old, same old, really crazy ass action scenes. Um, But I don't know. I I think I'm, I think Nico would put asteroid city above fast X. I, 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 my, my gut. Fast X my is a complete fast movie. Like you go into fast, you know what you're going to get. You get it with this movie. You go in, you have a decent idea of what you're going to be looking at. You don't get so much plot. You leave wanting. Just FYI. I like this. Huevos. Huevos thinks we should all unite to make a movie together. 
I'm yeah, for it. McCurdy's shooting one in Indiana right now. Um, uh, okay, but Huevos, what is what? What would you say? Why would you put uh, this below Fast X? Um, I think Momoa alone makes the film watchable from my point of view, but it's still just filler. Um, ah, yeah, it's, I love the Fast movies, but I know it's like like Transformers. It's a guilty pleasure. Yeah. So but I'm it's a complete movie. Where is this one a complete movie? This is this was our conclusion that Fast X was good, but it's definitely not like a list topper of the fast movies themselves. Yeah. Um, a, a lot of times what I'll fall back on is how I feel exiting. You know, again, w- walking out of bow is afraid. I was just like, oh, my God. Like I I, I was that was a three hour movie that I, I, I felt like I just I was ravaged. Like I, I, it was like the movie grabbed me by the ass and just raped the shit out of me, you know, where I was just like, thank you, daddy. Like that was, that <laughs> or saying, thank you, mommy. Afraid, I felt like that one guy that's going, help me. <laughs> <laughs> so, but anyway, that's the top. Uh, Fast X is like, where it's like it's a it's a it's a they're both stylistic movies, but maybe Fast X has even more substance than this has. Like that yeah. that maybe maybe that is enough. Yeah. Best fast movie is Speed. Dude, I just rewatched Speed. Speed is so good. <laughs> <laughs> Why so did you rewatch good. Speed? Because when I'm rowing, uh, I I need a uh, uh, energetic movie on, so I only watch energetic movies and. <laughs> Fast X is Moonraker three. <laughs> like, like, okay. Like, I don't know if we even said this on the stream, but one of my favorite moments, uh, Jason Momoa out of nowhere is like, I, I, you didn't think that I was still one step ahead of you, but I've got two semis on either side of this dam <laughs> and I'm going to have them drive into you on a suicide mission. Maybe they were piloted by drones or something, but it's, or maybe they're drones, but it's like, it's like we're just gonna just and 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 he's like he's like I took your family and I took your this and I took your that and, and he's like you made one mistake you never took my car <laughs> and, and I'm like that is so on point that is so awesome yeah you know and and those are those high moments where you don't get those high moments out of a Wes Anderson movie necessarily you get a lot no. of dry awkwardness and that's the that's the point that's like the style mm-hmm. um and, and god damn i mean if this was if we were talking about grand budapest hotel i'd be like yeah this is number one on this list like that's number one but this one is is just uh yeah part, part of me really enjoys it had a good time the other part is disappointed that bad decisions were made so um okay asteroids kevra says uh uh well wait did Oh yeah, he saw the flag. maybe I didn't see it. covered it with him. <laughs> he didn't see us, did he? Uh, I don't know, SB. Maybe because Bo is afraid is so goddamn good, but like Budapest has has just has that delicious style. Yeah, and, and Infinity Pools stupid. You need both. Like again, I'm 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 making that point with. Uh, when we talk about sky, I'm, I'm already, I'm, I'm been watching skyfall and I've been getting my thoughts together on that. And I do think, I, I do think you. skyfall is a lot of style over substance a lot. Um, 
I'm excited for Oppenheimer. Yeah, me too. Me too. So th- this this is a this movie same thing. It's a lot of style over substance, even though there is substance. Yeah. And we're weighing it up against a Fast and Furious movie, <laughs> which is Fast bad. And Furious movie. That's that's probably bad for Wes, right? Like it, it's it, it's almost like on principle alone, we should put it above Fast X. That's I feel like that's what I'm kind of leaning on is like on principle, but I don't know if beyond principle it should be. <laughs> it's tough. As we watched Quantum last night, dude, I I'm so good. Everyone, everyone I, watch Quantum. I'm so if willing not in the to Discord. be in the minority on this debate. Like I, I, I see so much merit in Quantum. It's not you know? rough. What is he talking about? It's. I mean, is it rough in the storytelling, or is it rough in the presentation, or both? But uh, and then Thomas uh, Quantum. As of right now, Quantum will premiere Friday. July 14th. Should so, we give Asteroid City the benefit of the doubt? What? That upon rewatch, it's fucking brilliant and everything. Maybe not brilliant, punk? but maybe more cohesive. <sighs> I don't know. It's hard. It's like a shot in the dark. I don't know. We're, we're, we, we know where we want to put it. It's above or below Fast X. It's mm-hmm. like, Fast X though. Fast X. This Asteroid City I need to rewatch. God, if it was just the Fast... Asteroid City stuff, this would be so easy. But it's yeah. so fucking bugged. Like, okay, I'll say yeah. this. Fast X doesn't have any of that. It doesn't have anything bogging it down. It's not like, yeah, every time we cut to Jason Momoa, it was so terrible. This every time we went to black and white, I was like, "Yeah, this is well written, I guess." But like, I, I wasn't bored care. during the black and white, but I was confused. <laughs> exactly, where you're like, "Why are we doing this? Why but are like, we not back in Asteroid City?" Where Asteroid City, I need and colorful. wouldn't be upset about rewatching Fast X. I don't know if I'm going to rewatch it. I'd I'd rather put in Tokyo Drift or the first one or the second one. Sure. Huevos. Or knows what it wants to be. Five. Uh, I love how we're covering this and quantum at the same time. The the the. Okay, I I go. We talk for forty five minutes about the fucking editing in quantum, and I'm 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 in the minority. I like the editing. There are times that we go into vast fucking detail about times where the editing is bad, but for the most part, I I I like I like fast editing. And maybe this is because I'm an editor, but I, I like the uh, that presentation is uh, it demands your attention, and that's kind of what I like about it. Is like uh, especially opening where you're just trying to catch all the things going on. I don't know. I, I I like it, but but it's not it's not like we put quantum anywhere near casino, and that's the point. You know? What would you put higher, quantum or asteroid city? Uh, good question. Good question. Uh, probably quantum. Quantum has more to say. It has clear themes that it makes good on throughout the film. Whereas Asteroid City is like, uh, again, it's hard to parse Asteroid City out from its filmmaker. And, <laughs> and now everyone's just talking about quantum. Yeah. 
Oh yeah. man, you guys are gonna have fun on j- mid July whenever it comes out. <laughs> uh, wait, there's fast editing and there's too much fast editing. <laughs> <laughs> the editing during the first chase during the horse race is dog shit. Thomas, we make the point. I make the point rather. I don't even remember that horse that chase. The well, of course horse you do. It's, it's right at the beginning of the movie, and and Bond is chasing that in Mitchell quantum? dude. Yeah, in Quantum, and they keep cutting to the horse race, and. My whole thing is that oh, I'm, yeah. I'm fine with the cutting to the horse race. He's not in the race. They take it one step too far, which is not good. But then but then uh uh the whole chase though is unmotivated because I'm like, why is Mitchell running away? Why didn't Mitchell just Mitchell has a gun. Just turn and shoot Bond. Just turn like Bond uh may or may not have a gun, but Mitchell has a gun out and he could just turn around and just shoot Bond in the face. Why doesn't he do that? That's that's those are the things I don't obvious. like. I don't give a fuck about the cutting in the horse race. I think the horse race is clever until they cut to it too many when times. When you say but... blow, what does he mean? I'm a, uh, yeah, do you mean blow like you're going to suck us off because qu- the quantum episode is going to be awesome? <laughs> the, the quantum episode, I am I am more than willing to be the villain of that episode. McCurdy was the villain of Casino. You're the villain of episode. Oh, that's true. That's true. He, yeah. I, I'm the villain this time. Yeah. I'm the Switzerland of every episode. Yeah. You're anyway, Asteroid City and Fast X. I know. I'm. 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 I'm purposely talking about Quantum because I don't want to decide this because I'm, <laughs> I'm fighting it out in my brain. Uh, you got a coin near you? Yeah, Kevra. You haven't. You, I think you said you haven't seen the movie since then, right? You should give it a rewatch. Give it a rewatch, and then and then join us on July 14th. And you know, if you still hate it, you know. Uh, is quantum your OHMSS? I am. I'm. I'm so. Yes, we we actually equate the movie to Secret Service quite a bit, or we like relate Secret Service quite a bit. Uh, but I, I'm the guy who approaches things. I like to think I approach them objectively. Like here are the merits. Here are the merits, and then McCurdy comes in with the emotion, right? Where McCurdy's like, yeah. I know you're intellectualizing it, but at the same time, I don't give a shit. And I'm like, yeah, but why don't you give a shit? Because it has this to say, you know? And he's like, yeah, Bond cries. I like when Bond cries. (laughs) Some male feminist. Women can never do any wrong. Okay, so this or Fast and Furious. I'm going to stop looking at comments so we can decide this. Um, Yeah. I again really I tough. can't help but think that like on principle it deserves to be above. But then I also yeah. hate this movie for certain decisions it made, and that's why I want to punish it by putting it below a really enjoyable Fast and Furious movie that is over the top and ridiculous. And yeah. point, right? But I would ra- I think I'd rather rewatch Asteroid City. It has me at least curious to try, why, try to, why, try why to figure it out. But because but it's not that, clear. Which beyond is not it good. being a bit of a mystery, why exactly should that be the determining factor of it shouldn't. Fast and Furious 10 <laughs> versus uh, <laughs> a Wes Anderson movie? It's, it's funny to even say. Yeah, I don't know. You it know? shouldn't be. All right. Any of you watching? Can you? Do, do anybody has have a, a hook? Movie? A determining, a determining factor. Charlie loves his hooks. for why one should be. Yeah, I need a hook, man. 
I need a hook. I can't just be, oh, I feel this way. I leave that to McCurdy because he's, he's a, he's a good boy. Uh, uh, is anyone saying anything? Nope. If you put Fast X, your favorite favorite filler. Let's put it below Fast then. Above Spider Man, I feel like favoring because it makes sense to compare this one to Spider Man, right? Yes, we are favoring it because it is artsy, and and it's like on on the one hand, that that kind of effort is is enough to elevate it. It's did it. It's like did it fulfill its central. purpose oh the point of the movie is that there is no purpose yeah that sucks i i don't like that that's a, that's a cop-out and that's obnoxious so um why isn't paul walker in the fast movies anymore <laughs> he's just <laughs> doing something else yeah yeah leave him alone he he took a separate path according to fate of the furious they should just um, say he they can't say that i don't know part, this this almost ended up being our shortest episode ever but now it's going to be the longest because we can't make up our goddamn minds about where this fucking movie goes whether this is better or worse than fast yeah uh, <sighs> i again i think I, I, i'm gonna put it fast above spider-man i i would have no problems with that's with, where i'm leaning yeah, that's honestly where I'm leaning because I I can't help but keep thinking about every fucking time we cut to black and white, it led to nothing. It led to nothing. Versus it had me like curious. Jason Momoa kind of happened. carrying Fast X, and also having little Brian, you know, and little Brian's going off on an adventure with John Cena and John Cena's you know, pretty cool. Like all that stuff was fun, and then body. Asteroid City was just just a. Just like Mustang, not that not a disappointment, but borderline disappointment. Again, I just want the fan edit that cuts out all the black and white shit. You can do that. That'd be easy. It sounds like. Yeah, Lars von Trier is artsy too. Doesn't mean it's. Yeah, I, and, and that's the thing. It's not like like when I say on principle, what I mean is you have um, like what's an example here? What's an example where, uh, like a uh, uh, Magic Mike? Magic Mike. We were like. On principle, it's a it's a better executed movie that has more to say than like playing or knock at the cabin. Um, mm. But it's kind of a poor example because Magic Mike is so fucking low. But I think that's also lends to how we're generally we try to be as objective as possible. Where it's like, yeah, Magic Mike's so deep. No, you're a stripper movie. Act like it, um, <laughs> and you didn't, and that's why fuck you. Um, I want to see some gyrating and dongs. <laughs> I, I, no joke like for sure so um but that's that's where my gut is nance my and, and i think we backed up the gut with words below fast X yeah. above spider-man where it's it's like it's not just that it's artsy it is enjoyable like it's it's just like wes anderson's style is enjoyable plus the dry humor is it's it's all very enjoyable again but it leaves you with questions and a bad taste in your mouth he's the the soldier and the dad are like he's pointing a death ray at him and he's pointing a gun at him and it's there's there's like like uh uh one of my my favorite moments was when um uh right after the alien sighting the government's there and they're questioning everybody and they're questioning the uh the the asian kid i can't remember his name but he's he's like uh He's like, uh, 
He's like, yeah, then the alien did this. He's like, the alleged alien. And like, they're <laughs> grilling this little kid, you know? Like, and then meanwhile, the, the, uh, Leif Schreiber is like wrestling with his son. Like that's, that's where it's like, you can tell that everybody signed from the, the millionth time, everybody signs up for these movies because it must be so fun to make, especially because the God, the execution of every take, I, I would love to see how many they do because they're not only are they not only does it require incredible memorization on the on the actors parts, but yeah. the the just the execution of the way the camera has to move and you're going the camera's going from one group of people to the next. And so they everybody has to hit their mark perfectly. And like for me personally, that's what I love about filmmaking is that the first take always sucks and everybody's always confused and they ask a lot of questions and as the director you have to just answer all of those but what you're doing is you're playing a video game you're mm. you're playing the level and then your character dies and something fell apart and everything sucks so you start back at the beginning you do another take and you get a little bit better and everybody starts to get a little they start to jive a little bit better and then eventually you fucking nail it and i'm curious on a movie like this uh, how many takes did uh like the, the scene i just described how many takes did that require but mm -hmm. on the other hand, none of that matters. All that matters is how the movie is delivered to the audience in the theater at the end of the day. So yeah. uh, I'm impressed by those things, but that's not enough for me if there's if if I feel like the story was lacking, you know? Yeah, for so, me, it, it, it boils down to like fast. You leave the theater with a good taste in your mouth. In this movie, you're like, that was, that was pretty good, but that's that's a weird kind of foreign flavor. I don't, I don't yeah. know if I like that. I got to figure that one out. Yeah. And so that's the like, okay. Espy's asking what makes fast X better. Espy, weren't you saying top 10 is bullshit? Shut up, Espy. Where did you, are you, are you shaking? Are you, are you like, uh, walking that back? When um, I go to Kroger and I'm picking out candy to sneak into the movie theater Fast X is my Sour Patch Kids. I, I go for the Sour Patch Kids. I grab them. <laughs> I eat them. And I'm like, dang, I like Sour Patch Kids. And Wes Anderson is like, I went to a a weird international market and I see a candy and I'm like, I'm going to try that. And I eat it. And it's like, that's pretty good. There's some weird flavors that I'm not used to that I don't, I don't think got a lot. I don't think I like that. Yeah. Mm, that's a weird aftertaste too. It's like it's like having the an ice cream with two different flavors in it, and one of them is awesome, and the other one is kind of ruining the awesome one. You know, <laughs> like I, 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 again, I can't say it enough times that the fucking oh god black and white scenes were just I can't I can't think of a single moment from the black and white scenes that was valuable. Not one. It's like uh, rum raisin ice cream. Rum raisin keeps coming up because I've never had rum raisin. What's, I don't what's know if I raisin? have, but I'm assuming I would like the rummy ice cream and then the raisin. I'd be like, get the shit out of here. Yeah, exactly. Where it's like, I like half of this and I don't like the other half. You're and, trying to be cool and, and creative, throw raisins in my ice cream. Get that yeah. crap. Whereas Fast Pack had like a more kind of complete beginning to end i mean part of me the snooty part is like run. well this the, this this is this is wes anderson we're talking about <laughs> but i'm like yeah i bet i would yeah so i like um, sour stuff you got sour candy sour fruity stuff or snickers so i'm i think i'm good with below fast x 
Yeah. I mean, Fast X ended on a, a, a cliffhanger, right? It's just like everybody's dead. Like and... a literal cliffhanger. Like we, the, he, he drove off a dam and then the dam exploded and he was like, my muscles are going to protect us from this water. Yeah. And that's the last time. <laughs> Everyone yeah. else crashed in a plane. They're alive, yeah, obviously. I, I, just, I just love... Nobody's uh, ever really gone. Yeah. I, lo- I just love that you... You made one mistake. You never took my car. <laughs> you know, that was fucking funny. Where's Haribo? Uh, I love Haribo. I think I can do it. There haven't Fair been way. 10 fast yeah. movies. It was all a memory plant worker to serve me at Subway. <laughs> what the fuck? There have been a lot of Subway commercials lately. Yeah. I don't know what memory plant served, served me at Subway. Again, this movie's all about mind control. According to Huevos, who I think Huevos <laughs> passed out, blacked out. <laughs> I think he finally, yeah, he blacked out and passed out. Oh, uh, I could do it, Nans. I could put it below Fast X, which is hilarious. But I could yeah. totally do it. I'm totally fine with that. I think I think walking out of Fast X, I was. I mean, the, my whole. I want um, McCurdy to watch. Hopefully, McCurdy has time to watch this movie and next week's movie before next week's episode, and he could come in and rant. Yeah. Yeah, and, and we'll this see. is why you guys are wrong. Uh, but like, I, I can't back up Transformers. Maybe he can back up Asteroid City. I don't know. Yeah, but 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 you got to be able to to do it with your words and not be like, yeah, hipster. I like it, and that means I'm smart. And you're like, uh, okay, prove it. I, I, I can't. Why did that police chase keep driving through the town? Like four, th- three, four times it drove through. What yeah, was that? Yeah, what does that mean? Or, or, or even why the the purpose of the the uh, atom bomb tests going on? Like, that's what I mean. As far as I could black tell and no white stuff, you could focus in on that stuff. And and but uh, but remember, Nance, remember the principle of vague genius. Yeah, it's vague, so it's really smart. You just yeah. don't understand it. It's 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 ineffable. You just don't understand life. OHMSS is the best Bond movie ever. Cause, uh, cause like you just don't get it. Cause like it's ineffable. You know, shut the fuck up, you hipster fucks. Uh, yeah. Or like the issue with the cars. Like, yeah, make a better that? movie than Wes Anderson. If we were talking about any of his other movies, any of them. I mean, I'm serious. I think this might be his worst movie, and I I wish it wasn't so but I think it is what, what is, what is worse than this? <laughs> and I can't, I can't say, I honestly, can't say I've I, only I, seen I would need couple. to rewatch all of them. I would need to rewatch all of them. And Nico hasn't seen this one yet, right? I would need to rewatch all of them and painstakingly rank them over the course of two to three years. Nico, tell us quickly, what is your least favorite Wes Anderson? And if you can briefly summarize and why, why? Uh, next week we are scheduled to do. It's not Mission Wait, Impossible time yet. No right? hard feelings. Is that the the J Law? No, next week should be Indiana Jones, right? Maybe. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah next soon. next week is Indiana Jones, which I am yeah absolutely fucking rewatching those movies because that's not hard to do. You know. Are you doing that this week? I'm right now. I'm watching Temple of Doom, and enjoying you... my life. I was going to say, I'm going to take like all of next week off. So sweet. But you already watched them all, I guess. Mm, yeah. 
Yeah. Indiana Jones, June 30. Oppenheimer, not till July 21. Nans, did we dare lock this in? Do we dare put a Wes Anderson movie below a Fast and Furious movie? Screw I it. say we fucking do it. Screw it. Fuck you, Wes. I love you, but fuck you. Stop putting yourself in the movie. Oh, wait. We could also see Teenage Kraken <laughs> instead of Indiana Jones. Teenage Kraken. We're doing it just above Speederman. Just above Speederman, Nans. I do look forward to seeing what That's McCurdy says. Be like, best movie is fake genius. So fake, so brilliant. All right, Cocaine Bear, Knights of the Zodiac. We are at twenty-eight. We are halfway through the year, everybody. Halfway. Through the year. You got to keep pulling our list out yeah, here. Yeah, I guess so. You guys are going to have a fit with that one. Which one? Indiana Jones? Yeah. I hope not. You know, I have hope that it'll be after the last one. Maybe they'll better than they Crystal pull their heads out. Yeah, like maybe they pull their heads out of their asses. But but then again, we are living in uh, a really terrible age of movies. What if we put Indiana oh. Jones below Fast X? uh wouldn't think twice <laughs> wouldn't think twice i mean let's let's imagine right now where it might end up maybe first glance maybe that's where it ends up above megan below dungeons there you go right between megan and missing somehow yeah all right do any of you motherfuckers have any last minute shit to say about asteroid city hitting number 10 anybody have any argument that could sway us to put it above <gasps> that. I just figured out what makes this movie actually genius, but it's going to take me two hours to explain. Oh, we don't have time for that. We ah, okay. Well, then the below fast is fine then. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Okay. Uh, okay. I think I, I think I've uh, uh, covered everything, and we we hit our contractual uh, two hours. That yeah. that that isn't just real, about. So. After the toast. Asteroid City, let me see those titties. Okay, the toast-wise, uh, all it's I... It's gotta be... I mean, we just... I, I want you guys to be brutally honest. That's all we... That, at least myself. That's all I know how to do, SB. That's all I know how to do. That's why nobody likes me. It's because <laughs> I'm constant. I'm just... I see a fat person, and I'm like, you're fat. I'm sorry. I don't know what else to tell you. That's the truth. <laughs> and then they're like, that's mean. And I'm like, is it? Is it but me? It's true. Is it me? I'm fat if I don't run. Like after this weekend, I'm fucking fat. I'm gonna start running tomorrow. Run, run and row my fucking ass off. Dude, it's so hot out though. So that's what it takes. Yeah. Okay. So here's my thought, Nance. Hmm. Let me bring us back to this screen. I mean, I'm like, I'm, I'm, I'm good. I'm like dragging my feet. Are you good? But I, but I feel. You good seem about like you're this. not good. No, I feel good about this. All right. I think that's where it goes. Like better than, you know, fuck you, Spider-Man and everything below is like, okay. But, but I walked out of Fast X being like, yeah, my whole review. <laughs> that was, was a fast movie. Yeah, my, my whole review was like, that was good, but it, this better be the end. 
Like this, this better be where it's like, like fast, better be slowing down and ending. And like the next movie should be the last one. Aren't they doing two more? I don't know. I honestly, whatever they do, they should be this. But I hope this is the end of these characters. Yeah. Whereas uh, I wanted more out of the characters of, of whereas Mission Impossible, I'd be fine if they kept going. Yeah, oh yeah, I guess it depends. I, I, I really think that Tom Cruise is trying to kill himself on camera to make the best <laughs> movie ever. I think he I think he wants that. He's like, this is the one where I die. It's like, dude, you're in heaven. You're already dead. Scientologists would figure out how to bring him back. Yeah. Okay, so here here's my thought for the toast, right? Because I couldn't think of a single person. So my thought is Asteroid City itself, the setting, was the best part of this movie. Why aren't we toasting to Wes? Because uh, he fucked up by including all that black and white shit in this okay. fucking movie. And the best... We only toast to the director if he makes a decent movie that we're ranking. Yes. The best part of this movie is not uh, the black and white shit or, or any individual character, but the setting itself. Asteroid City. Everything that happens in that is the best part of this movie i wanted to know why there was an unfinished highway overpass or whatever that was because it's quirky that's the thing it's quirky yeah but you know that's the whole point always asteroid city is quirky yeah it it had all that trademark quirk including uh and he's and he said that in the beginning remember he laid out like the the playwright he gives all of the he lays out the setting and then that's when later like i almost would have appreciated if and we see exactly that and i was like oh it's nice it's cute exactly he one he, pump gas he station talks about all of it he talks about all yeah he's like one pump gas station all he talks about it and then later we see it the camera is just kind of spinning around showing us asteroid city and i you know i'm like i'm like maybe it was too maybe they thought it was too obvious but i would have appreciated if it would have just been the black and white stuff and then just cut to the camera showing as as uh, Ed Norton's character, mm. the playwright, is talking about all of it. Put it over that scene of the camera going around the city, showing us everything like yeah. that, that. That would have yeah. at least anchored us in the story. But instead, the way that they presented it was more confusing. Again, Two separate things. Exactly. Black and white in the beginning black and white at the end everything in between in color and it's laid out to us where he's like yeah there's the gas station and there's the unfinished highway and there's the uh the asteroid crater and all these things and we would have been like oh this all makes sense and then we would have followed the story and then it would have gone back to black and white at the end for some kind of wrap up maybe that would have been too much like his previous movies and that's what he was trying to avoid but i'm like dude no you had a good thing going that's what you should have done that's that was the brilliant shit but you bogged your own fucking movie down with all these useless stupid scenes about the director and his wife and about two of the actors on a train and all this stuff that i'm like yeah it's well written but fuck you i'm so i'm just annoyed (laughs) we're putting you below a fast and furious movie because you fucked up self-indulgent piece of shit i love you so we're toasting to the good part of the movie which is asteroids did itself (laughs) somebody out there other Fair than enough. me, because I don't have time, make a fan edit where everything I just described is what it is. The movie begins with black and white. As the playwright is talking about the setting, we're going around Asteroid City in color, and then maybe put a black and white at the end. 
and make a better movie than what we got here because I'm disappointed. But I obviously I'm torn. But fuck you, we're putting you below Fast X, bitch. <laughs> Uh, Nance, do you have anything else to say? No. Uh, Ed Norton is awesome. Thank yeah. you, Mr. Kananga. Uh, that is true. Anyway, uh, the toast of the night is going to go to Asteroid City, the best part of this movie by far. Wish we had more of you. Nance, mm-hmm, did you already mm-hmm. kill your drink? Mm-hmm. Okay, well, to Asteroid City. Good night. We love you.